Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back. Hour number three, Cincy 360, a service of our good friends at Cincy Shirts. And what better way to combine Cincy Shirts with what we're going to talk about because you can find all of the latest FC Cincinnati gear at any of the three Cincy Shirts retail locations or cincyshirts.com, but you're going to have to get on it because tonight is the night. FC Cincinnati at Philadelphia. Who better to talk to? Who better to get us ready for tonight's game than Tommy G, the voice of FC Cincinnati? He joins us right now. Tommy Galerder. Tommy, what's happening? Hey, Tony, how are you? I'm here in the city of brotherly love, uh, hanging out with Rocky and a couple of cheesesteaks on tap for lunch. You know, all, all of the usual uh, touristy type things here ahead of our 8 o'clock game. But look, FC Cincinnati, a playoff win. Man. In the first ever try, and now they have an opportunity to slay the uh, number one seed in the Eastern Conference, and you know a team that I feel shows up very confident, and rightfully so. This game has me ready to run through walls with snot bubbles, as Chick Ludwig would say. I'm ready to go, and you—you you already alluded to it, but are, are you are you the touristy Philly guy? Like you got to get to a certain spot for the cheesesteak. You got to get some stuff knocked out before the game tonight. Um, you, sometimes look, we, we come to Philadelphia quite a bit. And of course, uh, in my Bearcats days, you know, we had quite a few trips here between basketball and football. Usually I like to see my guys, uh, you know, kind of borrow in Jason Kelsey, get up with them, get a good meal. Um, of course they have some travel planned because of the bye week So, well, so Jason's got to record his album still. Well, the album and the podcast, have you been listening to the podcast? I guess <laughs> the, the new Heights podcast, it's the, it's uh, the best thing out right now. Yeah. Other than this show, it's the best thing out. Yeah, other than this show, absolutely. I listen to it on all my flights. Like yes. I download it and, and tune in. But, you know, I like to see those guys. I usually get a good uh, a meal recommendation from Connor because Lord knows he, he knows the best places in the city to eat. And if I do get a cheesesteak, though, I go to Jim's, mm. um, which, you know, you don't do paths through Geno's. That's a tourist trap. Yeah. Like you go to Jim's if you know what you're doing. And to Philadelphia, you, you really impress the natives when you tell them you went to Jim's for a cheesesteak because then they know okay. the right thing. Um, Jim's, uh, our good friend Mo Egger is a big fan. I, I've been with him many times, watching like three or four in one sitting, which is gross and impressive all at the same time. But, uh, you look, uh, no, I, I try to get some of the stuff in. I don't know if I'll truly make it to the, to the Rocky steps, but had lunch today at the, uh, the Reading uh, terminal market, which is which smart, is great historic Philadelphia spot, pick up cookies for the equipment staff, you know, got to take care of those guys. Um, so, you know, all those, uh, those things usually on my Philly list. It just kind of depends. But an eight o'clock kick means uh, like I've had a load of load of load of time today yeah. <laughs> to do my match prep, to get a workout in, and and all that kind of good stuff. Well, you know, my my last trip, you know, to Philly to cover the Bearcats, we we stayed at the airport hotel, right. and so a lot of lot to do out there. Dan Horde just crushed me because I ordered a cheesesteak from the oh, airport hotel, cool. and I'm like, look, if I'm in Philly, what do, I got to get the the cheesesteak. He advised, you know, it's probably not the best representation of Philly to get a cheesesteak from the hotel. All in all, I still thought it was a great cheesesteak, though. Well, yeah, because it's better than any average <laughs> cheesesteak yes. you may get. Uh, yeah. well, you may get somewhere outside of Philadelphia. So I get it, and and rightfully Dan crushed you. I mean, I know that you played so long ago, or well, I guess it's when you're playing days, but thanks, Tommy. back in your sideline days. Yeah. Uh, uh, and what did they have Uber then, or no, 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 no. Or, okay, so no, this was I different. Mean, no, but. 
No, I get it. I get it. And that's hard sometimes too. We're lucky we're right downtown by Woodhouse Square. So, um, no, it's, it, I love, this is a great place to come visit and, uh, should be a, a pretty great battle tonight at eight o'clock between these two teams. Talk me through, let's go back to, to Saturday and, and let's talk about this, this win against New York because it, it's a zero, zero draw at the half and, and you feel pretty good about where things are. And then right out of the half, New York scores, FC yeah. comes back and they get the equalizer and then it's called back. And you start to think, yeah. man, it's just just not going your way at this point. Talk me through just your thoughts from from the first half, and then New York strikes first, and that was a good New York team when they when they scored the oh, yeah. first goal of the season. So talk me through where your mindset was then. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the numbers really for all teams are just striking when you score the first goal at, at how much higher your rate of success is. And, and and for Cincinnati, you know, interestingly enough, and, and to be fair, like. They're two, six, and five this year when they allow the first goal. So only the second time they've won when allowing the first goal. But they've actually gotten a result out of the match more often this season when allowing the first goal than not. And it didn't feel in the moment as deflating as as maybe one would expect when New York goes up. Now, of course, there's a goal, and it looks like it's even. And then uh, it was pretty apparent on replay that the goal should not stand. And so we charge forward, right, and 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 see what happens. And – you know, Pat Noonan, to his credit, pushed every button perfectly yeah. in the second half with his substitutions. You know, bringing on Yu Yakubo influences the game. Bringing on Sergio Santos obviously has a massive influence in the game. He sets up the game-winning assist. You know, I think people would look at what a difficult decision that is in the 67th minute. You're going to bring in Sergio, and you know what he brings. But to do that, you have to take off one of your 18-goal scores. And you know, he pulls Brenner out fresh off a hat trick and Brenner didn't have a good game. Right. And Sergio influenced the game and Cincinnati's alive and Brenner will get a chance to have a good game tonight, you know, and, and, and make up for that. So um, I think that when you, when you look at it, the, the team really dug deep on the road against a very good New York team. And in a game in which New York's trying to frustrate you, they're doing their delay of game things, you know, oh. like laying around, not a, a lot of bogus injuries yes. and a lot of a lot of hard fouls trying to aggravate you. Have you picked up yellow cards and, and things along those lines? And Cincinnati managed almost all of that very well, and I think came through it uh, in flying colors, obviously with a win. But uh, I give the team credit, and it, it's been gritty all season long, and I would expect much more of the same, albeit uh, in a much more enjoyable viewing experience because you know you won't have some of the nonsense that you see with new york i think it's still going to be a gritty game uh jeff smith uh vice president of tickets for actually cincinnati was on the trip last week and, and he grabbed me he said you know what this was like today it was like one of those old school mick cronin rock fights like those big East right. games that were 52 to 51 like that's what it felt like and uh tonight might feel a bit like a rock fight but it won't be with all the some of that silly gamesmanship stuff that you, you tend to see from new york um i, I I'm really interested to see how Philadelphia looks on 11 days rest. Uh, the last three years, the number one seed in the Eastern Conference has lost their first playoff game. And that's come with extended rest. And, you know, Pat Noonan and, and his troops just won five days ago. So they should feel pretty confident. And, and granted, sure, they got to turn around and get ready for a game on five days rest. But they only had to play 90 minutes. They didn't have to go to overtime. And they played really back-to-back high-pressure games you know, knowing that a win would get you into the playoffs with what they did at D.C. and now winning a playoff game, um, you, you feel like they have momentum. So I'm really interested to watch these first 20 minutes and see how things play out. And, 
you know, if it's even or if somehow Cincinnati's leading after 20 minutes, then I would say that things are going really well for the Orange and Blue, but they can't concede in that first 15 or 20 minutes right. either. they got to make sure that they are strong defensively because as good as that front three is for FC Cincinnati, Philadelphia has a front three that's equally as good. The numbers are almost identical. And you can't concede an early goal with a massive crowd. There's, you know, there was, there was There's no going to be more before. people there than were at New York. Yeah, probably twice <laughs> as many, honestly. Um, it was embarrassing, you know, the crowd at Red Bull Arena, honestly, on Saturday on a beautiful day for a playoff game, um, what, what that looked like. It will not look like that. It'll be packed. There will be tons of energy in the building, which, well, hey, that could be good for FC Cincinnati as well. They feed off that, but uh, the union certainly will feed off that. You know, I, I thought it was I'm, – I'm listening to your broadcast on Saturday, and, and Vasquez has the, the go-ahead goal in the 86th minute. And I remember during the second half – you're making the comments of, of hopefully the refs are adding up all this stoppage time, you know, to, to add on because of what New York was doing. And then and then FC Cincinnati takes a lead and you're like, oh boy. And then they announced 12 minutes and it had to be just a, a very anxious uh, stoppage time because, as you mentioned, this is an FC Cincinnati team. They're never out of it because of what they do offensively, but they have been susceptible on the defensive side. So that yeah. had to be, I'm guessing, an excruciating 12 minutes before Ooh. finally the relief that this team won uh, an MLS playoff game. Yeah, absolutely. I think I asked uh, Kevin how quickly his heart was beating at some point uh, during those those 12 minutes. And, yeah, I mean, I, it's insane, right, to see – we all kind of joked about it when we saw 12 on the board that the fourth official holds up because I was trying to figure out what the 12 was signaling. Number 12 for Cincinnati, Calvin Harris, wasn't on the trip. And, and number 12 for New York had already come into the match. So I'm like, 12 can't be coming in. 12 can't be the number of stoppage time. Right. Because that would be insane. And I think, like, simultaneously it was radioed into my ear from the truck. Well, there's 12 minutes of stoppage. And, like, you heard my reaction. Like, I laughed out loud on the air. Like, it's, it's laughable that they gave them 12 minutes, but to FC Cincinnati's credit, they clamped down, and they did the things that are smart. And there was a couple times in that period where you heard Kevin, like I think one point Kevin clapped or something, because uh, whoever the player was, Acosta or Bariel, somebody pulled the ball just to the corner flag, right? And that's where you get two guys on you, and you make them kick at your feet and commit yep. a foul or kick the ball out, and then you have a throw-in, and you take your time and tie your shoes and everything else. And give them a little bit of a taste of their own medicine. But but the worst thing you could do there is look for a cross and put that ball in the middle and let them break out and transition the other way. Just go to the corner flag. Make them fight it off your foot. And if they get it, they have the longest distance to get right. to the goal and a chance for FC Cincinnati to get back. But, you know, the plays in that 12, the play of the whole team really in that 12 minutes was very, very smart. There's a play about 11 minutes in where Yu Yakubo makes a massive tackle to win the ball back in midfield. Uh, as New York's maybe setting up one of their last chances, and he wins the ball, and then they foul him, and then he's able to get it towards the corner, and they they, they clock off about another forty five seconds. So, uh, no, it was yeah, it was it was hair raising, that's for sure. But uh, no, they got it done, and and you give all the credit in the world to the team and to Pat Noonan, and you know he told us before that game when we talked at the training center the day before, he said, look, uh, we're going to show up like knowing we can win the game. Because we've competed with these guys twice, uh, you know, led both games 1-0, and they, they equalized on penalty kicks. And he said, you know, and, and I think that the team very much should show up tonight confident that they can win. Not cocky by any stretch of the sure. imagination. Cincinnati's not, you know, world beaters, but there's no question they can win this game tonight. They've proven it. They're the only team 
in the Eastern Conference that Philadelphia didn't beat this year. Think about that. Right. So they know Philadelphia inside and out. Um, you know, is that going to be a little bit of secret sauce over the years for, for Pat Noonan against Jim Curtin? Uh, maybe. If so, I love it. But uh, I think it's a game they know they can win, and uh, they're going to show up confident and, and, and with a good game plan. So I, I'm really, really intrigued to see how this one plays out. Just a few more minutes here with Tommy Galera, the voice of FC Cincinnati. Uh, talk to me about just the confidence, because this has been a, a really good Philadelphia team at home this year. But FC yeah. Cincinnati is able to play to a draw in Philly. They beat Philadelphia here three to one. Yeah. How much of an edge? How much does that help a confidence standpoint of a team going in, knowing that yes, this might be the number one seed, but it's not an unbeatable number one seed, and that they should be just as, as confident going into this match? Yeah, I, I think that Philadelphia is not excited to see Cincinnati on the other side of the bracket, right? Like, uh, as, as this one came together and they saw the matchup, New York and Cincinnati, like, they didn't want anything to do with Cincinnati. And I, if you go all the way back to the decision day in the D.C. game, I said it on that broadcast, once it was clear FC Cincinnati was going to win the game, I said, look, Kevin, I don't think there's anybody in the Eastern Conference that wants to see Cincinnati right now. They are playing well, they are tough, and they are well coached. And they, they could score goals in bunches as they have proven over this, you know, stretch of the season. So, I think for Philadelphia, they're like, man, wow, we got to do this one again. And if you remember the game on August 6th when they pummeled Philadelphia at TPL Stadium, Matt Miazga, that was the night he was introduced to the crowd. He didn't dress for that game. So Miazga most certainly will be dressed for the game tonight. And if you go back to the game on June 18th when they had the 1-1 draw here in Philadelphia, Cincinnati looked like a very different team. And that was coming out of the international break. Luciano Acosta was coming back. Uh, from having COVID, so he didn't start the game. He came off the bench, which means Alvaro Barrial started inside. Alvis Powell did not start that game. Uh, Ray Gaddis started on the right side. Obviously, Matt Miazga was not part of the team. So, and, and Brenner didn't start scoring until the next week. Brenner had zero right. goals on June 18th, if you think about it. June 24th, he started a stretch of 18 goals in 20 games, which is absolutely insane. But, so... It was a very different team on June 1st. Now, Philadelphia is going to be prepared. Philadelphia is a team that did not lose, as you mentioned, in their home this year. So uh, don't get me wrong. It's not a matter of, oh, sometimes just show up and win this game. But, yeah, they should absolutely be confident, and, and, and for good reason, because they've competed with the best team in the Eastern Conference. And, look, some people would argue that, that Philadelphia, over the course of the regular season, because of their remarkable goal differential, which was second best in league history, you know, was the best team this year. They just lost on uh, a bit of a ridiculous tiebreaker that MLS has uh, as far as the supporter shield is concerned. But LAFC limped into the playoffs, and, and Philadelphia comes in flying hot. So, um, you know, again, they've had this layoff, though. They haven't played in 11 days, and, and it'll be interesting to see what that means for them. Tommy G, very simply put, for, for FC Cincinnati to win this game and, and to advance in the MLS playoffs, in your opinion, what needs to get done tonight? Well, they got to score more goals in Philadelphia, right? No, you said very simple. Sorry. Yes. Uh, no. No. Thank I, you. That, that works for me. Not, not quite that simple. No. Uh, honestly, it's the battle in the midfield. The the midfield. Daniel Gazdag in the midfield uh, for Philadelphia. Leon Flock over on the left side of their diamond didn't really have good games uh, against Cincinnati this year. And 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 Jose Martinez on the back of that diamond 
is such an important piece of the puzzle. There's a question about Alejandro Bedoya's availability. He has been hurt with a hip flexor. So if he's not available on the right side, that's their captain. And that that's a massive, massive loss. So, you know, for 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 guys like Obi Wobodo and Junior Moreno and Luciano Acosta to manage the midfield and win those battles in the midfield and Alvaro Barrial and and Alvis Powell out wide as the wingbacks, um, you know, that's where I think this game is won and lost. Philadelphia is so good defensively, and, and both these teams are good on the attack. So if, if Cincinnati can win those battles in the midfield, then they get to that simple part where they have more goals than Philadelphia at the end of the night. Tommy G, uh, before I let you go, you mentioned the late start, and we've talked a lot yeah. about this show because UC players have mentioned, you know, the, the late start versus the early start when you're on the road. Yeah. From your standpoint, you know, what, which would you prefer? And how do you fill a day where you know it's, it's a lot of nervous energy for the players as well yeah. of just kind of sitting and waiting until this big spotlight tonight? Yeah, I think everybody – I think the players would probably prefer to play at like three or four, uh, you know, mid-afternoon. Probably the noon was awfully early and escalates obviously the whole timeline. Like you did that as a player, you know, both – college, NFL, early games. You know what I mean? It's an early morning for those. Shoot, if, if you're guaranteed another 2-1 victory, though, I think everybody would have been happy to play at noon today. Sure. Uh, but, but it's a long day. And But I think the team, you know, for the most part this year, uh, of 17 regular season road games, I think, you know, without having the whole schedule with times in front of me, I think probably 15 of those were 6 o'clock or later. So it, this isn't unusual, and we had a couple 8 o'clocks here and there. And, and look, they go out for a walk. Like, it's funny if you're in Philadelphia doing business today, and you're like, is that FC Cincinnati walking down the street? Yeah, sure is. You know, so they, you know, before their lunch, they went for a walk, and, uh, you know, they do different things and have meetings and meals. And they, I think most of the guys take a nap uh, during the afternoon, and, and they've dealt with this. So I don't know that, uh, that, that that plays any factor, really. I think, sure, if they could pick their time, it'd probably be 3 or 4 o'clock. But – you know, it is what it is, and, and you have to you have to roll with it. You know, it just means it's going to be a little bit cooler. It's going to be a, a cold night, uh, probably about 50, 48 degrees around kickoff. Um, but I think that's about – honestly, if, if you ask the players, it's probably about perfect conditions for them. It's going to be dry. Uh, so it, 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 should be, it should be a good night for a game that's going to be a big, big battle. I love it. Ideally, we are uh, talking again next week about a win and what's next for FC Cincinnati. Uh, before I do let you go, Browns-Ravens on Sunday. This is a Browns team, Tommy. I mean, oh, buddy. Five, buddy. Five, and one, five and one should be on the table. This team's two and four. You got Monday night football next week against the Bengals. Is, is it must-win territory for the Browns on Sunday? Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. man. It is. They're miserable right now. I'm miserable. Like, uh, I mean, the good thing is I have FC Cincinnati. <laughs> I was going to say, correct. Right uh, which is beautiful, but it's uh, yeah, a lot of frustrated people, you know, up the road, up 71, um, with the play of the team right now. And, you know, fortunately, somehow, someway, Sunday I was tied up and I saw very, very, very little That's good. of that disaster of the game against the Patriots. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you don't turn it now, then, I mean – because look, you're playing the Ravens and then and then you're playing the Bengals, right? And if you're not getting a couple wins here, then you're not going to be able to turn the ship around this year. And it's it's really unfortunate because they got really good pieces, but there it 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 seems like there's a lot of turmoil up there right now and not a lot of good chemistry in that in that locker room. And it's it's disappointing because they could be contending to win the division and 
I don't know that that's going to be reality. Well, let's Second just let's let's just do it like this. Let's get this win tonight, and then next yeah. week I'm just going to double dip with you. We'll talk FC Cincinnati, and then all. I'll have you break down the Browns versus Bengals. I, I can't wait. Love Sounds it. Good. Tommy G, man, I appreciate you uh, taking some time with us today. Enjoy your day leading up to tonight, and and uh, I wish you nothing but the best in this team, and uh, bring home a, a victory, buddy. That's the plan. Uh, I'll be talking to all of you later. Thank you, Tony. Love it. Tommy G, the voice of FC Cincinnati, joining us from Philadelphia ahead of tonight's game against the Philadelphia Union. Um, I don't think anything else needs to be said. This is a uh, This is a huge moment for this franchise, for this organization, and uh, Austin, this is – this is being carried on ESPN fifteen thirty, correct? You're damn right. It How is, about Tom. that? You're damn Let's right. Let's go. ESPN fifteen thirty. I love it. Let's get to a break. Let's come back. Plenty more still to come between now and three o'clock. <laughs> Just went twenty over twenty minutes this segment. I love it. Oh, thanks. that's Tommy G. Thanks, and Tone. that's playoff soccer. More like Timey G. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back in service of our good friends at Cincy Shirts. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.